all the time. Yeah. Speaking of Bush, welcome to Going Commando, ladies and gentlemen. I am indeed your host, Hank Rodriguez. To the right of me is Dirty Derek, formerly known as Love Dr. Derek. Yep, I don't shave people. <laughs> and speaking of not shaving, uh, we got Jimothy. You know I don't shave. <laughs> That's right. I like to give the presence of, uh, of being hairy, smooth like a turtle. That's right. We're like platypuses, are we mammals? Or are we? Bri- <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I like to keep you guessing. Oh man! And take the pants off. You're like, whoa! I didn't see that coming. You know what? I'm gonna bring that up. And um, um, depending on who the guest is, and my love, and on the, the relationship show, like shaving or not shaving, them, guys. Yeah. I just anyway. I'm. I actually like. Like, I, here's my personal feeling on the matter. Uh, you, it's your body. You do whatever you want. You're, I no judgment. But personally. Uh, Body hair of any kind, uh, whether on me or other people, I find it a little gross. But it's a weird mental thing since I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> me, I have no fucking preference. So uh, you're, you're honestly <laughs> like you're, you're rocking like the baby look. Or <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, no, because at this point, who, who like, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm saying like it's. I think like we weirdly, even though like you know if you see my boob, a lot of facial hair, or whatever. But like uh, I have uh, like almost no armpit hair naturally, very little amount of body. Yeah, hair. I'm, I'm a very yeah. I mean, I'm like this one... is this is taking like six months. This yeah. beard right here, like God, <laughs> God damn it! I'm like one quarter Wookie, the other quarter Sasquatch. Yeah. Like, so always I, have have your your meat sausage hanging out of it. Yeah, I mean, I got my freaking like uh, yeah, got my beef jerky. No, you know who has this beat? Adam Danger. Jesus Christ! Like that guy is always hanging out, like. <laughs> Wow, I wouldn't have never suspected. No, no, seriously, if he's, if you ever see him dressed down and he has a kind of like a button-down shirt, it's just there, like it's Italian sausage right oh. there. All right. Yeah, but he he only has a hairy collarbone. Everything else, <laughs> everything else, <laughs> like, everything like, else is his balls. Hair transplants. <laughs> it's like Rogaine for your chest. Like, oh that's, man, that's about it. Yeah, I just uh, but that's okay. I feel like to to your to your point. James, I think like the older you get, the less fucks you give. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, look, like if I go looking like Chewbacca's younger brother, that's okay. That's cool. It doesn't matter. He's, I think, like honestly, like I have a beard. Like you would, you I honestly think you would expect it anyways. Like the so. carpets match the drapes. Yeah, I mean, I know. yeah, I mean the plus the whole interior of the house, like <laughs> and the well, back the porch. Like, I mean, I mean that's the thing is I lived at a time when it was very uncool, like men. There's that whole metrosexual thing where men had to shave and beards were very uncool. Yep. Back, and was, sa- back sack and crack. Yeah, that was... I just don't get it. Like, you want my... Seems like, seems like want, a lot of work. You want my ding-dong to look a baby. Like, that... It's just like... You got problems. And then one, like, I'm a bigger guy. That's just going to look really... I'm going to look like a big baby. <laughs> yeah. This is taking a very interesting turn. I'm almost... Uh, just a different type of action yeah. on this anyway. podcast. <laughs> well, both of them. Even the Texas podcast. Hey, you know who... You know who... Was Harry like a beast? So the Italian stallion, you know, Cobra. The guys of the '80s, those action-packed guys, they were. Uh, well, I mean, some of them were smooth, but. Let, let me ask you this: You were obsessed with with Sly. Mm-hmm. Did you buy his Playgirl? Uh, no, my <laughs> sister had his Playgirl. No, didn't go that far. I didn't buy Shawn Michaels either. <laughs> I would have bought Burt Reynolds though, because that one is pretty majestic. I uh, saw the Burt Reynolds one too. The only thing, the only one I would have bought was probably the Peter Steele one. <laughs> I've seen it. I didn't buy it, but I've seen it. The what? P. 
Peter Steele from, from Triple Negative. negative. Oh. 6'8", six, 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 is that how tall he was? Yeah. Jeez, yeah. What a that, was his, that was his dick size. Yeah, I mean, it was very... What a beast. Probably makes Jared Little look like a baby. Oh, wow. Oh. It was pretty... Yeah, it was pretty all right. It was a, it was a good size. It was uh, a good... He was a... God. I know a lot of my female podcasts. Hey... Typo face thing. By the way, you know, the name of the podcast is a reference to not wearing underwear. Yeah, exactly. So we have to have some cock talk. <laughs> yeah, gonna, I mean, it's true. We're going to a new series called Cock Talk with James. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> well, I just bring it up on the relationship podcast. Just have James come on. Man, just have a cock. You'll be like, you are listening to Cock Talk with James Dean. That's right. <laughs> Ladies, want to know. So there's some cut, radio cut, station cut or here. Anteater. <laughs> what? I said cut or anteater. Like, oh, well. let's inquiring minds want to know. I call it, I call it the the, the Chinese finger balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's some radio station. There's some radio station locally. I was leaving work and it was just talking about squirting and it was talking about, but like, and you, it was like I like learned all this stuff uh, like in five minutes and I was like, what? Was wow. That, was, it, was it the Billy Madison show on Kiss? Sometimes that yeah, Billy Madison. No, it was like a woman. It was like a, it's a woman host. It's almost very clinical, like kind of like doctor. Uh, Drew, like mm-hmm. kind of feeling Doctor Phyllis. Um, she's like a lady, and she, but like, it, like the first time I heard it, it, I forget what the topic was. It was also something sexual, um, but it was there a guy and a girl. Oh no, that was the squirting one. What was the other one? I was just thinking too. It was also like sort of like, <laughs> oh, it was about like pederasty and like there's movement. Anyways, Wait, this what? crazy shit happened. What's, what's what? pederasty? What? Pedophilia. Oh, oh, oh. And about like diddlers. Kid diddlers. Sex yeah. with minors and how there's, there's this like legal. Oh, is this, is this where the, they want to be considered in the same vein as uh, the GLBT yes, community? Yes, exactly. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, fuck that. Um, Kid diddlers. Mm-hmm. No. no. I would be more accepting if people said they wanted to fuck sheep on the weekend. Like, yeah. Well, that any day of the week. Anything that can't say yes or no is a problem, but. Um, <laughs> anyways, weird. Let's not go here. Let's talk uh, about movies. You hey. Brought, hey, really quick. Yeah. Uh, Hopper is alive. Yeah, yeah the strangest of things, like, we all didn't know that, but... I know, but it was still nice to see. It was good to confirm our suspicions that he was in the prison. Yeah, they have him working in the prison, which is, I want to see, like, how that happened. You know what's really funny, actually? uh, Talk about, like, themed restaurants. On a side note, uh, my friend, Ryan, went to... uh, Went to Russia, went to St. Petersburg, Russia, like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and took some pictures. And they are super big on like, like in their malls, like themed restaurants from TV shows. And not only do they have a Stranger Things, uh, I think one of like the chip, like the ice cream shop there. Oh yeah. But they also have the uh, the chicken place from Breaking Bad there as well. Oh, uh, uh, Los Buenos Hermanos. Yeah, yeah. Los Buenos uh, Hermanos. So I was like, wow, okay. I'm like, so maybe they're gonna make Hopper work at the scoop shop. <laughs> World's folding in on itself. <laughs> That's right. Ouroboros. They were all secretly in Russia the whole time, and nobody knew it. <laughs> right. There's a lot. Uh, New York is opening up the world's first Batman-themed restaurant. Did you see that? No, I did not. It's like a fifteen million dollar restaurant that's going to be themed with Batman. It's crazy. What are they going to serve? No um, I don't know, but they do shoot your parents on the way in. So exactly. watch out. <laughs> well, I'm an orphan <laughs> now, kidding. so uh, they nothing to shoot. Oh wait, I'm a yeah. They shoot me. Yeah. What no, you'll be fine. Yeah. We can be Batman. We'll All go right. together. I'm an All orphan right. too. Sounds good. Um, I did go to the Beetlejuice theme restaurant in New York, which I thought was awesome. Oh yeah. Or, um, can we? Wait, 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 what Beatles themed? Beetlejuice. It's a Tim Burton theme restaurant. Oh, but it was only a temporary, right? It was no, like no, no, no. it's a state. Oh it's no, a, no, it's no, a, no, it's in New York. That's right. But it's like they didn't get legal clearance. There was something about um, the uh, they somehow skirted legal uh, like. Uh, 
Because they opened it and people thought it was cool. And then Burton found out and was like, I didn't okay any of this shit. <laughs> and then apparently they, people were afraid they were going to have to close. And then I guess they found some. Yeah, I think they found because I was like, I think they're opening up another one. Yeah. Wow. As well. But it was pretty cool. Beetlejuice is my bartender. Nice. Which is great. So can I talk real quick? Yeah. So you can talk about whatever you want. Back in the day, and I feel like it, it was just a case of the worst timing ever. On Universal, it's Universal City Walk. Mm-hmm. Um, very famous. It's right up next door to Universal Studios. Um, they had the Marvel Experience Restaurant. What? It was a whole fucking. This is my story. So I went there on my twentieth birthday, or my twenty second birthday. I can't remember. I went there multiple times, but so one time we went and they were fucking closed because it was Super Bowl weekend and apparently there was a power outage, mm. and so like we went to three different places and they were closed and it's like yeah sounds sounds suspicious. <laughs> But anyways, this place would walk in. It was huge. As you're walking in, they had a rotating glass tube, like display tube with Iron Man's armor in it. Now, mind you, this is... Uh, when did the, the Marvel movies begin? 2008, 2007. Yeah, so this is like 10 years before uh, oh. uh, the Marvel movies. So, what's, so it, I mean, it was amazing. For a nerd, it was amazing. The whole, it was all decorated amazing. On this thing, you'd like cap shield. But my favorite thing was, in the comics, there's this thing place called The Bar With No Name, which is the bar that all the supervillains hang out at. So the bar in the restaurant was The Bar With No Name. If you went in, it, it was like an ode to supervillains. Under the glass case of like the bar, it had like fake Daily Bugle headlines of like, you know, the shocker gets away with millions, and you know, Spidey busts the electro and stuff. And it was, and I was just so fucking stoked to be in there. So. Uh, it, was, it was a birthday. I was there with like a whole like there was like fourteen of us. But what happens is every table gets an assigned us. You get a waiter, but then you get assigned a superhero. We had Storm. So what happens is or at the time um, you you go over like so. Here's here's my story. So we're sitting there, mind you. Like I said, uh, I, I my my nerd flag. I flew that shit as high as possible. <laughs> but um, but so uh, so I'm at the table and this and the lady goes, um, oh, it's your birthday, blah blah. blah. And I'm like, yeah, she's like, do you know my name? I'm like, yeah, you're Storm. She's like, do you know my real name? And I was like, yeah, Aurora Monroe. She's like, oh, okay. Do you know what? Do you know the only thing I'm scared of? I'm like, yes, you're claustrophobic. So it turned into that too. They called over Wolverine. <laughs> they called over Captain America. And I literally was sitting there. Now other tables are listening to our table, like uh, answer whatever sort of. You know, trivia they trivia had. they had on pocket, like, but like, so I want to. F- my whole table got a full, a whole round of free drinks. Wow! I got my meal comped, and we got our fucking dessert comped, and it was all because of that shit. Wow! And I was like, oh, because you're a pays, nerd. You know, pays to be a nerd, people. And I it was does. like, dude, I was like, I need to come back here, and then they closed it because <laughs> it was just too much money. God damn it! It was like a. Uh, they have the. Uh, what is it? Uh, Magic Time Machine here, it's kind of like... I want to go to that. I, uh, I, haven't, been, I haven't been there either. Mm. Let's go. Can we do a podcast for there? I'm I heard it's sure like, the food's like, meh, but it's like... Can't you get Ace Ventura as your, uh, I'm as your sure waiter? I'm you pretty could. But you walk in and you That's feel right. like you like do like a freaking a, a blast of the past of everything that was wrong with the 80s. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it of, a, of 80s, 80s diners. Like all the waiters and waitresses have Cokedales. Yeah, and, uh, yeah it, just, it, just, it just looks... Wet in there. I don't know. That's the best way to. Yeah, I heard it's pretty wet. <laughs> or just yeah, moist. Moist. Yeah, it just looks moist. Super in moist in there. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it is what it is. So that it, it's uh, yeah. cool. I heard it's a place you have to go if you live yeah. here. You, you go there once. Go ahead, check out. It's like Twin Peaks. Yeah. No, I don't know uh, about that. 
You should just go check it out one time. My favorite story is uh, um, some of our bosses uh, went to when they first got to San Antonio because they didn't know what it was. And it was like three women and one uh, gentleman. One gentleman. Um, and, uh, and that gentleman himself uh, didn't really prefer the, we'll call it the decor, if you know what I'm saying. Like yep. it wasn't his, his thing. type, his okay. thing. Uh, but they didn't know what it was, so they went there for dinner or for lunch, and they were all like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where are we? Exactly. Well, yeah. The first time I ever drove by it, I did, I, and I said this before, I thought it was a David Lynch Me too. That's why I was just... And I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. They got a Twin Peaks theme restaurant. And somebody's like, no. It's pretty much like the Texas version of Hooters. Yep. And then well, we also have Hooters. Well, it was actually uh, the, one of the co-owners of Hooters who opened it up. Yeah. They had a fallen out. But, you know. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to open my own titty place. There we go. <laughs> well, I thought, the thing is, though, too, because, like, I thought from their costumes, the, from their outfits, I thought it was more of a a booty place because those booty, those shorts are, like, well, I thought it was, shorts. like, the, they have the, like, the, the Tilted Kilt or something like that, too. Is like, the other kind of restaurant yeah. in, like, some areas. That's like, your lower tier? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's your lower tier restaurant. Tank, the tank knows all the tiers. That's right. That's right. Hey, you want a top tier restaurant? Yeah, you gotta go here. Lower tier, you go there. No, I'm actually not a fan of those places. No. It's just, because then, you, then you're expected to tip more. I don't care what you say. I think Hooters has good wings. I had Hooters the other day. It was I amazing. Could, I couldn't go to Hooters. It would, it would depress me. Why? I can't do it. Those poor girls and then also the stupid dudes. Well, I wouldn't be Working the door than at a strip club really does like. I hate strip clubs too. Yeah, change my. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just depressing. I just know that I, I would I like the uh, wings. I like the wings. Yeah. And that's all I care about. Like I did, look, I don't care. You don't have to come back sure, over here. Sure, Derek. You don't have to come back over here again. Just keep the wings coming. There, there was a, there was <laughs> this uh, a scene from The Office when Michael takes Jim to the to Hooters. Yeah. He goes, uh, "Can I get the uh, chicken breast? Hold the chicken." And she's like, "Do you really want the chicken breast?" Uh, no, I'll take the I'll take the salad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael Scott. Hey, uh, speaking of villains and all that stuff, Joker won Best Picture. Yeah, saw that. Anyone surprised? Did, wait, it didn't win Best Picture. Oh, Best Actor. Joaquin say, Phoenix yeah, won Best yeah. Actor. Good for him. Whatever. It was a good performance. That was good. I fucking hate award shows, anyways. Yeah. I do too. Unless we're talking about the Razzies. The Razzies, well, there, there was this independent one that they did. Independent Spirit Award. Yeah. Gave Adam Sandler. That yeah. Adam Sandler speech was amazing. I still haven't seen it. I was saving that speech for like when I was like, I just need a quick distresser or whatever, but. Uh, it is amazing. He does, he does his Adam Sandler voice. Yeah, it's great. Sabado. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was trying to watch, because uh, I downloaded it um, from a uh, popcorn flicks, uh, and it wouldn't play for me on the plane. So. Oh, you're talking about Uncut Gem? Yeah. Dude, you gotta watch it. God, you gotta watch that movie. Yeah, it'll probably be out on digital sometime okay. soon. I'll buy it for you. Yeah, appreciate it. I will. Yeah, we'll just rent it. We'll share it. <laughs> yeah, we'll rent it for you. <laughs> okay. It was good though. Yeah. It was good. Let's talk about films. Yeah, let's talk about movies. Oh, all... this is a movie podcast. Yeah, oh shit. Kinda, sometimes <laughs> thought it was a podcast about people that didn't wear underwear. <laughs> Damn. Now I feel like I should wear underwear. I wonder how many people would see this in like on like you know Spotify or uh, iTunes and be like, oh, going commando, lucidious. And then the first five minutes are just talking about cock. And they're like, this is all I've ever dreamed of. Exactly. And then we talk about movies like, oh, sad. Sad. Um, False advertising. Yeah. Did y'all watch anything other uh, besides horror movies this, yeah. <laughs> this weekend? I did. What did you watch? Did you watch it? I did. Um, I watched, uh, actually, uh, I watched every single Police Academy movie. Damn. They're on Netflix. They're on Netflix, yeah. That's great. 
Um, I didn't my... finish Mission Moscow, but really, who can blame me? No, I like Mission... <laughs> I know, but I just didn't finish it. You know what my favorite one is? Is Citizens on uh, Patrol. Citizens, Citizens on, on Patrol. Patrol is the best one. Citizens on Patrol. Uh, first off, Citizens on Patrol. You got, uh. you got David Spade. <laughs> yep. Uh, young David Spade. Oh, yeah. Was he the one of the skateboard kids? Uh-huh. Yeah. He was the one that Tony Hawk doubled. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you had How- introduction of House, which is another uh, became a long-staying uh, Police Academy member. Yeah, that's right. But also really introduces Zed... As a cop. I Zed's my favorite Police Academy of character. Course. And his partner, Sweet Chuck. Sweet Chuck's. Great. I love it. The, they're dynamic. They're best, they're best buddies. In fact, do you remember this, the Police Academy cartoon? Yeah. Great stuff. I want to get those action figures. Yeah. Really? I did have a couple of those action figures, too. They're, they're wacky, but yeah. Wow. That's right. Michael Winslow. Awesome. Get the worst kung fu. That's the one thing is like, re-watching all of them is yeah. like, like, because first you had, you had, you know, he was doing the kung fu. And then, of course, you have a Japanese actor in it, so, of course, he has to know martial arts. He's the worst martial artist. He actually makes Michael Winslow look actually like a real martial artist. <laughs> and then you have, um, um, I'm just blanking on her name, um, the, ba- the bad, the bad bit, the, you know, the one that, yeah, the big, the big boobs and, like, the, and, like, the severe haircut and the, the, the tough chick, anyways. Kirkland. Kirkland. Is it Kirk- Kirkland? Well, I mean, that's her name in the... Is it? In the movie. I, I think, think it is. Anyways, but yeah, so right, they're which, all kicking which, ass together. Uh, which police academy Any of them. All of them. She's in all of them. She's yeah. literally... Uh, yeah. Her and Tackleberry are the only ones. That... Yeah, I felt really bad that uh, Tackleberry died. He had died of a heart attack. Uh, I found that out, like, not that long ago, and I was like, I felt sad. Um, and I love Bobby Smith, so... Uh, Kim Control. Hightower yeah, was obvi- always my favorite. Yeah. Um, I love in the first one uh, the the guy who uh, was the, the kind of the Italian stallion guy pulled up with all the ladies. Oh, Yay! Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Leslie Eastberg. Yeah, Callahan. Callahan. Thank you. That was it. Yeah, sorry. She's always. Uh, yeah, she's always she's always good for a uh, a good bit. Um, <laughs> but I love how the TV edit of the original Police Academy is you know High Tower. You know they're doing the the uh, the police car part of the training. So they're doing like the high speed chases and the little obstacle course. And um, uh, Hooks, who is the uh, very cute African-American right. lady who That's has right. a small voice. My name is Hooks. I'm Hooks. That's right. Uh, I can't hear you, Hooks. Uh, That's like, phrase dirtbag. Exactly, dirtbag. I was going to say that too. Like, but I was like, in that, you know, like she runs over the, the like slimy. Uh, yeah. And in the TV edit, it was always like, you dumb nincapoop. And that's when, yeah. like, Hightower loses it. Yeah, and he flips the car flips the over. Car, and then he basically gets kicked out of the force. Yeah. And he's kidding me. That's like not the most it. severe thing you can say, not knowing that the actual edit was you... Hard yeah. R. Hard R. Hard R. Yeah. Hard R. Not appropriate for anybody that's yeah. Caucasian. <laughs> so, then you go, oh, Hightower, uh, please continue. <laughs> yeah. I like that, uh, I like, too, that he's a florist. Yeah, it's my favorite. Oh, God, it's such a good... Yeah. I mean, the movies are... Especially after the first one, because the first yeah. one still has its own, yeah. it sort of has its own internal logic and kind of takes itself a little seriously. But by the second one, it just becomes a far. It becomes like airplane, yeah. not quite airplane, but in that same vein. But God, so they're so fun. I still love it. But yeah, Citizen on Patrol I think is the best of, uh, yeah. especially the sequels. Yeah, um, Citizens on Patrol. Citizens on, on Patrol. patrol. Uh, my favorite uh, favorite one too is when they send the uh, the guys Copeland and yeah they guys to the Blue Oyster Bar but, and always the Blue Oyster Bar <laughs> and the Tango every it's like in almost every single movie yep homophobia was rampant yeah. in the eighties I think they like going there personally uh, um, but now see even though it's a terrible movie 
uh, uh, City Under Siege, which is part five, oh, the yeah. last one before they go to Moscow, has like the whole thing where, and I'm blanking on the actor's name, but he's um, Beef in Phantom of the Paradise. He's in Terror Vision. Yes. I don't know um, why I'm blanking on his name. I, I, well, I know why because you guys all know my, <laughs> but I've loved him forever. Anyways, so in City Under Siege, there's basically like this like, like uh, Mr. Big, like faceless, like crime boss guy yeah. who, spoiler alert, it's the mayor. Um, What's it, the mayor? Yeah, it's the mayor. Um, he had, there's this like team of bad guys to like commit crimes and they can't be caught because they're so badass. But basically, you got the Garrett Morris, not Garrett Morris, uh, Garrett, is it Garrett Morris? No, that's the dude from SNL. Garrett. Garrett Graham. Garrett Graham. God, oh, Garrett yeah, Graham. yeah. Uh, he's the guy who played Bud the Chud. Yes, Bud the Chud. Exactly, yes, Chud too. Um, so, um, but he plays like the leader who's like kind of like like the dude that's like the dopest shot, like he's like a trick shoot. And then they've got the big dude, and then they've got like the like gymnast, kung fu. He's more of a gymnast, but so you know, you know, you have a foil for high tower, you have a foil for tackleberry, and you have a foil for um, Mike Winslow, whatever. Why am I blanking his character's yeah. name? But so like you know, so it's I remember seeing it in the drive-in as a kid. I thought Jones, I, Jones, yeah, Jones, Jonesy. But at the time, I thought it was dope because they all got the. But now watching it, there's a terrible movie, but. But I loved it. I didn't realize there was a Police Academy series as well. Like, actual, like, TV series. TV series. Yeah, from the early 90s, yep. Yeah. Yep. It's terrible. It's very forgettable. Uh, Sounds yeah, terrible. It looked terrible. Yep. Oh, yeah, I don't recognize anybody in that. In but, that yeah, show. so I watched, uh, I mean, I watched all kinds of stuff this last week when I was sick, but uh, that was probably the, just watch all of the uh, Police Academy movies. That's great. I got to go back and watch them. Um, Netflix, brother. Yeah. I You know, those are the type of movies, though, that you can appreciate, like, from the 80s and, and like into the 90s because they like didn't have a whole lot of sustenance to them and they were just legitimately just fun to watch. Yeah, palpable, um, very like. Yeah. Well, uh, to make it extra nerdy, I uh, wrapped up uh, Dragon Ball Super, which I probably binged oh. in three months. Uh, gotta say, uh, enjoyable. Didn't like the way it ended, but I'm excited for season two. That's all I'll say. <laughs> so funny, amongst one of the many things. Uh, that I showed you, but like I've been looking, like my old at my older brother's house, he I found one bin of way too many toys, action figures. But I had a whole bunch of uh, Dragon Ball Z figures. Really? And both my brothers were like you clicked the Dragon Ball Z. I was like, when there's oh you could only get them on no dub, zero dub, no no even like English subtitles. Literally only in chat. Like I'd buy them bootleg VHS at conventions, and I would just watch them. I didn't know what the fuck the story was, but so I was a fan back then. But literally. I can't watch Dragon Ball Z anymore. Like I, I, it, I don't know, man. I can't do it. It's 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 hard to watch because there's. I mean, I would, probably what you're referring to is a filler episodes, and it just takes so damn long. Well, it's also there. It's so like. I don't know. I don't think it's like where like something like One Punch Man is kind of self aware. Dragon Ball Z is such a like my dick is bigger than yours. Like so, it's so. It's such a male Alice in power fantasy to the utmost degree where it's like, I'm tougher than you! No, I'm tougher than you! No, I'm tougher than you! It's like, it's such, it's such, a, it's such a cartoon for like 13 year old boys yeah. that like it's hard to get back into it as an adult because it's just such a like. Okay. Know. But well, what I will say is, besides all that, the original Dragon Ball series. Well, that's its other thing too. Yeah, yeah. well, it's more adventure than yeah. like, you know, a pissing contest. Yeah, and, it, and it's funny though because I do like. Especially because uh, 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 Kira, um, uh, Kira Toyomo or whatever the guy who the cartoonist who did it, he like I love his. He's really great at vehicles and backgrounds. Like he's very specifically his his character is very um, simple, but like his backgrounds like 
and his like the like the vehicles he draws are so intricate and so in, like and so reality based. I've always been a fan of that. Yeah. But so I was like, I I, I remember buying all the manga when they first did when Viz brought all the the original Dragon Ball Dragon Ball manga. I bought them all. I would buy the Dragon Ball Z manga too, but I remember thinking like everybody else was like, "Fuck Dragon Ball's whack, Dragon Ball Z." No, and I remember really liking Dragon Ball, and they're like, "No, that's whack. You need to get Dragon Ball it's Z." Not, Dragon Ball is amazing. It's yeah. still my favorite one. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'll, I'll at some point rewatch it, but again, it, to me, it seems so. It to me silly. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, but I think it's <coughs> like the perseverance is the positive, the optimistic look at, on what you're saying. And it's like, never give up, always try. You know, when you think you're done, you're not really done. But yeah. I watched a whole video about how, like... No retreat, no surrender. surrender. Exactly, both right of those. My favorite. Uh, uh, I, uh, what? You watched the video what? No, I watched a video that basically was, like, breaking down, like, the fact that, like, Goku's actually not, like, a good person. Like, the reason he fights isn't for, like, altruistic means. He just likes to fight and he wants to prove himself. And it, like, Well, that comes out in Super, yeah. to, to disprove that. But it, I digress. All right. I did not watch any anime. Um, I don't really know a lot about anime. Sailor Moon. I only started um, watching anime in high school, like because my friend Eric was like, "Dude, you got to watch this show," and that was like, it was Dragon Ball I, Z. The, everything that I know about anime is solely watching it, just so like I can have conversations with my son about it because yeah. he really likes anime. Um, so I think like I try to like know a little bit about it. But what I did watch this weekend uh, was all the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Really? Um, I just did that recently? Yeah. yeah. watch like series movies. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I started... Well, there's, only, I, two I, his I, there's only three of them. There's only three. I only watched, I watched the first one. You know, what prompted is I was having a conversation with somebody here uh, and they were talking about Beverly Hills Cops and I was like, hey, you know, we're talking about they're making a fourth one and it's going to be directly at Netflix. Like it's Netflix original. And then I was like, wow, they're really bringing back like a lot of the... A lot of these movies, like way after, like they're done. Don't get me wrong, I love the idea of like bringing it back. I was actually really disappointed that the Beverly Hills Cop show that they were creating like got panned because it had Eddie Murphy in the first episode, yeah. and it was like going to be Axel Foley's like uh, nephew that was going to oh, be. Oh, that's right. But he was going to be like acting as like his mentor, and I was like, and it was uh, I forget the the actor's name, but uh, what like the guy who was in the. Uh, TV show Deadbeat. Um, now I'm gonna have to now I have to look it up. But I was like, wow. And then I read the other day that Lethal Weapon is coming back with Danny Glover and Joe Pesci and you know uh, Richard Donner. And I, I don't know, think they got they Brandon got Brandon T. Jackson. Brandon T. Jackson, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, who could you know pass off as a relative of Eddie Murphy? And yeah. then um, I was like, all right. So they got Lethal Weapon. They have uh, you know you mentioned Mad Max. They're gonna do Mad Max. Uh, Sequel, which I, not with Tom Hardy, not with, uh, what's his name, uh, Mel Gibson. No, I thought that would be kind of cool. You're saying that would be kind of cool if Mad Max, they were related. Or uh, it was a time travel movie, um, which would also be awesome. Hear me out. John, you say they're in the Matrix. <laughs> um, and of course, then you, like, you have movies like you have Bill and Ted, which I'm super excited about. Um, so you have a lot of these movies that have been gone for a very long time. And even even Matrix 2 has been a while, gone yeah. for a while. I, now thinking about like, I wish it, Ghostbusters, now they, I mean, like really bringing back. And then, uh, so I did, I will merely say that I saw Sonic this weekend. Oh, so, wow. Sonic the Hedgehog. What did you think? I actually kind of liked it. Uh, you know why? Because I, while it wasn't like a mind-blowing movie, um, I actually really appreciate Jim Carrey in this movie because he was very reminiscent of his 1990s Jim Carrey persona. 
And I was like, that's great, because that's where, that's like, aside from like some of his more serious roles, like, I feel like that's where like Jim Carrey's comedy roots are. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, everything's making a comeback, man. The 80s are swirling back around again. Like, next thing you know, we'll, we'll have a whole bunch of remakes or, or like revisions of movies. But then I was like, thinking to myself, like, but when, when is like too far of a gap, too far of a gap to bring back a movie? Like, will it be as successful like 30 years out because like nobody, maybe not as many people in this generation like are going to fucking know? I was reading one that might happen like Rick Moranis might come out of retirement for to do a, another of all the movies to come out of retirement not for, Ghostbusters nope, nope. Honey, I I think think no he, he said he did uh, That's that was another one uh, he said he's already signed on for it for mm-hmm. Shrunk that's what it's going to be called mm-hmm. which I fucking love that movie so I, I don't do too, okay like, see because I I fucking worship Rick Moranis me too I mean SCTV I mean I yeah. fucking love that dude but man the one for, I mean it was his only real Rick Moran, that was like his starring franchise was the, the the Honey I Shrunk the Kids franchise. I mean, he did have he, the, uh, he did the, have things like one of my all time favorite films, especially if you watch by Mark this, Little Shop of Horrors. But but Stranger. rarely did he star in a video. Mainly it was like a supporting cast yeah. member. But of all the movies, fucking Honey I Shrunk the Kid. But good for him. And I think with the special effects, it could yeah. be amazing. I'm just happy to see him back. Yeah, now if we could just get that sequel to Streets of Fire. Uh, I've been longing for. Have you ever seen Streets of Fire? I have not. Holy shit. This the perfect holy shit. That I can't the my brain <laughs> I know. You know oh. Dude, <laughs> we need to watch you homework. Because it was on I'm, one I'm looking at it right now. It's a... Uh, okay. And dude, that dude gives me like if I were to go gay for anybody. Rick, Rick Moranis. No, right? well, I mean, that's a different kind Michael of Michael Perry? Michael Perry. Dude, what a good especially. It's got like, Diane Lane in it? Yep. Oh, Ooh, damn. looking real fine, too. Fine. Well, well, and and <laughs> Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Willem Dafoe as the baddest motherfucking villain. Really? Oh, dude. He was so cool. Me, me and my twin brother did this comic called um, The Scream, which was like a mod superhero kind of dude. Um, don't judge me. It was cool at the time. Um, wow, what, but the villain making, in it was called the Big Bad Wolf. Look cool. Yeah, he was like a psycho Billy before there was psycho Billy. Oh wow! He was so cool. He became um, me and my twin brother based the villain on our book, The Big Bad Wolf, off, off of him. Anyways, it's a great movie. It's a weird movie. Um, oh, it looks like Matt Dillon in that picture. Like it was like a like or Matt like uh, if, you, if you combine combine <laughs> Matt Dillon with like uh, with um, Billy Idol and uh, yeah. what's his name? Uh, fucking. <laughs> Dude, there's I'm telling you, wow. just put there's a, sh- on him. There's a sh- at the end he Billy fights Hedl. in a black vinyl um, overalls and a sledgehammer wow. with the the craziest psychobilly pompadour you've ever seen. Anyways, it's a great movie. It's like supposed to take place in the '50s, but it's also totally taking place in the '80s. Like all the music is like a combination of the '50s and the '80s. Wow, he feels super androgynous. I feel like this could be Dude, a, such a David Bowie or something like that. Yeah. Oh wow, like David Bowie did it. Yeah. Why isn't William Defoe the Joker? That's what I want to know. Well, that was the thing for years. Everybody wanted him to be, and then they saw a Green Goblin, and they're like, "Maybe we don't." Want him to be. Oh, look at this guy! Ooh. One bad stud. That's a <laughs> dude. Watch that movie. Is is Rick Moranis in that movie? Yeah, he plays this like slump. Dude, he I'm, plays... I'm just digging these these photos, man. I gotta I'm that gonna... that screenshot specifically. I've drawn that before. Um, really? All right. Yeah. Anyways, I'll tell you the story real quick of, of Streets of Fire. So Michael Perry plays this like dude come, comes back from the war, and he's the he like. The bad, he's every, what every dude wants to be, because he's like, so good looking, he's like, he's pretty, but he's a bad motherfucker who just fucks people up. Um, he didn't get horribly disfigured in the war, so yeah. that's a plus two. Um, but so he's coming back to his hometown area from the war, um, 
one of the sisters from uh, Too Close for Comfort it plays his sister, um, the brunette from Too Close for Comfort. But Diane Lane plays his, uh, his ex-girlfriend, who's now like becoming the, the biggest pop star ever. So, um, uh, but she's, like, there's, like, this, this motorcycle gang, gang is trying to uh, kidnap her, led by Willem Dafoe. Anyway, she does end up getting kidnapped. They, they basically, you know, Michael Pear's like a, a mercenary at that point. They're, like, basically, like, you, we need, can you help us get back your ex-girlfriend? He's like, no, nah, fuck you. And they're like, no, we'll pay you. And he's like, well, if you pay me. And but Rick Moranis <laughs> plays, is, like, her slimy, like, manager slash kind of boyfriend. <laughs> He's really good in it. Very good. And then there's like, I forget, she, she's a character actor. She was in tons of stuff in the 80s and 90s. And she plays this sort of androgynous, like, kick-ass. Uh, she almost plays like his Robin. Anyways, it's, it's a fucking great. Right. But the music is amazing. But such a weird combination of the 80s and the 50s. Anyways, it's good stuff, though. Right. Really quick, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's called Bully or Bully Bully uh, with Rick Moranis and uh, Tom Arnold. Oh, God. Yeah, well, that's... Was it Bully? You know, my favorite, was... I'm going to say this right now, my favorite Rick Moranis movie ever, and I know you like a little shop of horror, is My Blue Heaven. I love My Blue Heaven. I fucking yeah. love that movie. That's like, did Rick Moranis and, <laughs> and uh, did, you, did you leave the freezer open? Because you're melting all this food. <laughs> Dude. Well, no, well no, I was going to say about that with that Tom Arnold movie, it was a bad movie. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's not a good movie. But, but Rick Moranis acts his fucking ass off in that movie. And I was like, I believe this dude's being bullied. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Rick Moranis is dude, he's a yeah. bad motherfucker. So, anyways, yeah. So and to walk away like that, that's so pimp. I know, especially yeah. for the reason. So yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's. And he only recorded, he's like, he does like country albums. Yeah. Does he really? Yeah, that's yeah. what he did. That's what he's been doing for years. Just just playing country music? Yeah, kind of like. Um, the dude's loaded. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got to imagine all the residual. I mean, literally, fucking they, at MGM, they had like an entire Honey I Shrunk the Kids ride mm -hmm. for the longest time. I mean, Ghostbusters, I mean, you got to imagine, like, in those days, like, they're probably rotting on the residuals, like. Man, I don't, really, I don't know why he wouldn't sign on to that, to Ghostbusters. Um, maybe because he knows it's like a. You think it's going to be shit? I don't know, man. I mean, I'm hoping, I hope. I like the cast, you I, know. I think we're going to be surprised. We'll see. In the best possible way. I bet you there's going to be some multiverse, multiverse angle to it. Yeah. That'd be pretty pimp. Pimping, pimping, ain't easy. I was turning into fucking Sparky Pig all of a sudden. Pimp, pimp, that's all, folks. My fucking brain. Tonight, Junior. So, so what's your favorite? What's your favorite Beverly Hills Cop out of all of them? Oh, I mean, God. Because they're so like they could be standalone movies. I mean, I feel like maybe one and two could be. I mean, are really together, but three. I mean, the third one's a piece of shit. Like, yeah, you know, he like, goes to like Disney, the generic Disneyland, Bollywood. and he has like microwave gun, and you're like, what the fuck? That was so my favorite, <laughs> of um, course, because it was for kids. It was yeah. aimed at kids. It's like, hey, let's get everybody PG thirteen watching Axel Foley. Like, he's not gonna drop the f bomb. I promise. That was um, fun. I don't know. I I, I really Axel Foley. Axel. Axel. I don't know. I really I really think the uh, the first one is probably yeah. it has to be my favorite. Slept that he like he goes there, he goes to the mansion. <laughs> he doesn't want to play spade the Ritz anymore, so he just finds a mansion to go hang out at. Uh, I mean, the second one had Bridget Nielsen, so I mean, it has its own. Oh yeah, has its own. Uh, Back in her day, her prime. Well, that's like with lethal. That's like with lethal weapon too. Like I, uh, I think the grittiest one is the second one. Yep, second one's the best one. Second yep. one with the uh, the prime minister. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to stay awake at night p 
pissed about diplomatic immunity because I thought everybody with diplomatic immunity was committing crimes. <laughs> like, that's right. <laughs> why are they? Why are they all stealing the? Uh, but yeah, I man, like people get fucked up in that movie. They killed our whole squad. Yep. In that movie, they uh, they killed a girl. Yep. You know, it's good stuff though. Really good stuff. Like the first one is actually kind of more of a um, character film, yeah. kind of. And doesn't he admit, like in the second one too, like that that they are behind like the the circumstances of his wife's death, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah, like the Kugaran. the Kugaran. or yeah, yeah, it just wasn't an accident that she veered off the road. It's gonna be interesting seeing Eddie Eddie Murphy come back. You know what I. I welcome it. He was great in, in Dolomite. Yeah, so Dolomite I, was great. Um, got snubbed. Yeah, I think he did a pretty good job. People panned him for SNL, but I thought it was pretty funny actually. So. And, and his SNL thing, his SNL comeback was great. I didn't like it. I thought it was like it was. I don't know. I, I didn't like it, but I don't blame that on him. But, I blame it on. But here's the thing: like, I feel like if he did something different than what he did, people would be like, "Oh, Eddie Murphy, why didn't you bring back Mr. Robinson's name?" Exactly. Yeah. Like so, I will say he, the Gumby one was stupid, but the, the Gumby one was stupid. The Mr. Yes. Robinson name was actually funny because it was also timely, like <laughs> taking like it's all uh, gentrification. Gentrification, kids. Hold on, I got this. I got your damn TV. I was just I was literally watching something. I can't remember what I was. Wa- I was watching something I wanted to talk about because I was also thinking this thing I was watching deserved uh, a sequel. But then I watched this movie called The Kid, which is. Um, this like Western about like Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, but then it's also this about this kid and his sister who but the cast is like it's directed by Vincent D'Onofrio, who I love, but it's Ethan Hawke, um uh Chris uh um Star Lord. Oh um, Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt. Um uh, Magnificent Seven? What's up? Was it the Magnificent Seven? No, no, it's this movie called The Kid. Oh, um that. Vincent D'Onofrio directs it. It's basically about this like kid and his sister who kill their dad because they're tired of him beating up uh, on their mom, and he comes home drunk, and he's gonna literally kill his mom. So the son shoots him, but her, he's part of this gang, and his brother leads the gang, and his brother's Chris Pratt. But they are on the run, and they run into Billy the Kid, and it, oh, and Ethan Hawke, uh, Dane Dinahan uh, from Chronicle. From Chronicle, what's up? The uh, he's the whatever you call it from that Andrew Garfield. He's yes, exactly. He plays Harry Osborn. He, he plays uh, 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 Billy the Kid. Huh. Very but yeah, so it's a it's a good little flick. I love. Um, I mean, a big. You know, I like what like. I I do really love a good western, and um, I think it's such a primal like sort of setting for telling really like kind of gnarly hardcore stories, and so it was really good for that. And, and all right, I'll have to check it out yeah, because I'm solid. I mean, I, I did like uh, weirdly enough the Magnificent Seven, which. Also, I believe had yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio and uh, Chris Pratt and, Chris Pratt and uh, Ethan Hawke oh. all in it. Yeah, um, so, that's so I couldn't it. remember if it was Ethan Hawke. Definitely Chris Pratt and Vincent. Yeah, Pratt. he did. He played the uh, played the played the cowardly like doctor who didn't like. That's right. Yeah, himself to that's him, right. Like, yeah, didn't want oh, to do it. That's on Hulu. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, good deal. But right. what was I watching before? I mean, I watched Roadhouse the other day, which is like I watched that fucking movie almost. <gasps> fun Wait. fact. Well, angry fun fact. I have yet to finish Roadhouse. What the fuck? Dude? I know. Why are you I know. Life. Well, it's just it is kind of cool to be able to say that, but it's not cool. You no, know, man, that's a bummer. Because it's like, hey, Stressing yeah, y'all, t- y'all talk about Roadhouse, but no one talks about Point Break. Do you guys Everybody say, talks about it. It's one of my in my group of friends is like one of the most. Oh, oh, J- James is and James and his friends talk about Point Break. Of course, y'all do. Well, I'm talking about normies. All right, people love. It. 
It's it's so popular. Well, you always have to clarify nowadays at what point break you refer no, to. No, no, you so. don't. No, you don't. There's yeah. only one point break. Well, I in understand there's one point break. You know there's one point break, but there's a whole group of millennials out there that do not know I was there's watching, one point break. I was watching, break. I was watching live TV, which I never watch, um, as I was like packing, and this movie came on, and I was like, what the fuck? Because I was changing channels, and I was like, what is this? This dude's like talking to the CIA, and he's talking about extreme sports. I was like, the fuck bullshit is this? Is it Triple X? No, it was the goddamn remake. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It was a Point Break remake. I was like, oh, what the fuck? I was like, man, like, this is trash. See, I'm uh, you know in extreme sports. We, uh, I'm saying, ah, Johnny Utah. Oh, let's dude. let's let's get in with all these like and extreme short nuts. And I had the the uh, the doctor from uh, from Scrubs. I always forget his name. Oh, uh, there aren't they all doctors? Well, yeah, but he's in Point Break too. So McGinley. McKinley, yeah. Uh, Robert, uh, yeah. yeah, John C. McKinley, McKin yeah, I love him. He's good. He's, He's good. Do you guys ever watch the Hannibal TV series? Yeah, I tried watching it, and uh, it started turning into like every other bad like drama on NBC, which became it's like like especially cop drama. Where like this is so unbelievable. I I've given up honestly. Like, if there are like horror shows that I like really like. I, I give up getting attached to them because I, they always fucking get canceled. Cancel, like yeah. they're and it's always, especially when it comes to Fox shows. Mm -hmm. I was um, say you're talking about uh, uh, the Exorcist. Yeah, the Exorcist, uh, the Following. Really like the Following. Kevin Bacon was awesome. Only the um, yeah. And there was another one called Alcatraz, which I thought was I a really cool him. concept. It would be one season. It had Hurley from uh, fucking uh, Lost, Lost, yeah. which was awesome. I was like, hey, they put a fat guy as a lead. This is great because he's super smart. And it had uh, Sam Neill in it, which I thought was great. Always good. Yeah. Um, yeah, always a series of shows. I even liked the new Lethal Weapon movie, the Lethal Weapon TV show before they changed and put Shaw William Scott in there. I was like, whatever, Damon Wayans. You guys can't, you can't get along with anybody. I mean, well, I think like, don't play that apparently. So, don't play is that definitely. what it was? He couldn't get along with people? Well, all not. right, so first, like, he would, he would obviously, and it was kind of funny because he plays Murtaugh, Riggs, and. Uh, he would the guy played with played Riggs was ironically an Australian actor as well. Apparently they would butt head and he went on a, like the guy who played Riggs like went on a couple of tirades tirades like and then he had getting canned from the show, and then uh, Damon Wayans was like, "Well, that's good. I'm going to continue doing the show now." And then after one season, he was like, "Nah, you know what? Like I know we rebooted this whole thing, but I'm getting too old." He literally said, "I'm getting too old for this shit." Yeah. Wow. Which I thought was funny, and then they canceled the show. So I was like, I knew it was all done for when they killed his character, like Riggs's character, at the end of season two. Shot him in the chest. I'm like, he ain't coming back from that. I was like, maybe we'll like if the if they work out a negotiation, and then first episode is like, nope, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck that. Um, but there was another movie that I was, I was going to mention. Oh, did you guys see the uh, new test footage for the new Batman movie? Oh man, yeah, very much so. Uh, go ahead. No, you go first. No, 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 no. no. Well, I was just gonna say go I don't ahead. know if you guys know that the uh, they they were calling out that the uh, his bat symbol on his suit is made from the gun, the gun that killed, that killed his parents. parents. That's the rumor. Well, it looks like if you look at it, it's a gun. It like, definitely has mechanical parts to it. Um, it doesn't look like a full gun. It looks like like a belted down gun, yeah, or like because like even the base of it, it's the same part but maybe split in two, like maybe the handle. Where do these theories even come from, though? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. So. Um, I was really hoping for something completely different. Um, I think his face looks good. I, my twin brother pointed out that the cowl actually looks like it's made of leather, mm -hmm. like a material as opposed to like a molded rubber, which is cool. But the rest of it, it looks too much like, first of all, I don't, there's something happening on the collar I'm not a fan of, and 
it looks too much like Batman Begins or another like armored. I was hoping for something a little bit more, like a little different, something that was either more handmade. Adam, look, Adam West. Yeah. Well, I'm not even trying to be an asshole, but like, I don't know if you were the comic Batman year one. It's, I think it's still the best Batman story and the best thing that uh, Frank Miller's ever done. Um, but in that, it's like how Batman's trying to start. Yeah. And it's costume's very pared down. It definitely looks like a pair of like real world, like, even though it's got a cowl and a cape. It looks more real-worldy. It's not yeah. like all armored up. Which, again, if you're going to do it, you want to be armored up. But it just looks too manufactured. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that that's the first test footage. I'll wait and see. And again, at the end of the day, I mean, I haven't liked any of the costumes outside of the very first Tim Burton one. Um, I did like the, the, the Justice League version. Or not the Justice League. The Batman versus Superman version of the Batman costume. Mm -hmm before it became the armored one at the end, because it's very much like a Jim Lee version of the comics one. And he actually looked like a big mother... Like, yeah. Batman mm -hmm. was like, whip your ass. But but and even he, that was... did. But, you know, I'm looking... I don't know. Either way, the costume's fine. I don't even care. As long as the story is good and, like, the, the film is good... I The only thing that has me concerned is, uh, is I was looking at the cast, and I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I get behind that. Like, I I can see that. Um, I think it would, think it would be good, but... As much as I like Colin Farrell, I just I don't know if I could picture him as an Oswald Cobblepot. Well, so, okay, so here's the thing. In the comics, in the last, like, decade, um, they've turned him less into... Because there was a time where it was, like, you know, he was, like, the fat penguin dude, but you didn't really know that he was, like, you know, like, this badass judo fighter, and you're like, give me a fucking break. But in the comics, they've turned him in basically into... Um, He's basically, all he does, he, he has his, like, nightclub that he runs out of everything. And he's basically, like, all he does is, like, he runs guns and runs weapons for people. But basically, he's, like, basically, like, he doesn't go off and do capers. What he is, he's, he's basically the point of information because he owns his club and everything comes through his club. So he's, like, sort of, like, the point of information for everything. And, but because he's so fucking smart and because he, he knows how to work everything, he always has to, like, people have to make deals, whether it's Batman or Commissioner, or people have to make deals with him to get the knowledge they want. So it's sort of like, um, you know, he sort of like... He, he honestly is Bruce Wayne, the bad guy. Like, he's rich, you know, he's smart, he's cunning. And he, yeah, he, I don't know, I just, my, my favorite Penguin is by far, short of the original Batman series was uh, Danny DeVito as Oswald Cobblepot. I mean... Well, Danny's like, the only... I mean, that's literally the only... The only we've, well, had, we've had the, 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 well, the, so, the, the Burgess Meredith, and then we've had the mutant son yeah. of Pee Wee Herman, which is cool. I do like that. Um, <laughs> I refer to the, uh, to the Gotham TV yeah. show. No, the... In the... In the, the, in the movie, in Tim Burton's... In Batman Returns, his, oh, yeah. his dad is... Oh, Paul that's Robbins. right. Uh, they well, throw his mutant ass in the square. Well, you do know in the Gotham TV show, his dad is also Paul yes, Robbins as right. well, uh, which I thought was funny, but now that you pointed out, I, I think that's even That's where it came from. That's hilarious. Right, yeah. um, I actually really did like the TV show a Me lot. Me too. Um, it was very different, and it was very like, episodic, which I really, I really did like a lot. Um, and I love the fact that people pan this, like people shit all over this, but I love the fact that... that uh, Oswald Cobblepot was gay, and he had, and he had uh, a love for Enigma, <laughs> the Riddler. The Riddler, and I was like, "This, this is fantastic." Yeah, and, I like the and kid. killed Enigma's love because he was gay and he was jealous of her, so he like ran her off the road. That's um, awesome. Bring back Tommy so, Lee Jones as Two Face. I'm down. I just watched that the other day. 
Uh, they they have ball on voodoo and they're free. So you, you can... know, it's not it's not that it's a bad movie because we all know it That's is. Right. But it's, it's just it's still enjoyable to watch. That's right. Well, I mean, he's uh, got a, he's got the two two halves of the room, and Drew Barrymore is the angel half, and that I totally agree with. Right. The soundtrack was was yeah. was pretty pimp. I mean, you had a, you had flaming lips to a soundtrack. You too. That's good. You right? Yeah, and then Seal, of course. Seal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kiss from a rose. Baby. That's probably what you think. I think that's probably the best big movie anthem. Oh, a blind yeah. generation, like yeah. Kiss from a Rose, like that's a bad. That's not like you. You can hate over probably. Well, I mean, like the, on the original soundtrack, it was there was Prince. Mm-hmm. And he had a couple songs. Oh, in he, there. Did, he, he did the whole album. Yeah, the Bad Dance, he brother. Did bad Dance, and then he did Cream. Yep. Oh. Which is that whole album that Cream yeah. comes off of? Yeah. Oh man, the twins. <sighs> good, good stuff. Right. Yeah, dude. That well, they weren't the, actually twins. They everybody thought they were twins. You know what I'm talking about? The, yeah, the dancers. Yeah. They were just two. He yeah. wanted twins. They couldn't find them, so they cast two separate dancers, and they just happened to look alike. And. That was when he was a symbol. Yeah, yep. But dude, that whole album, Cream, uh, Get Off, uh, Twenty Three Positions yep. in One Night Stand. <laughs> get Off. That shit was. That shit yeah, was. I put that on my uh, put that on my Spotify. The way <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I saw a TV show and series of movies too. I so. think Batman Forever was really the heaviest, the biggest marketing campaign ever oh, for God. all Batman movies because I still have the McDonald's cups. Yep. Uh, I still have like the. Uh, I th- I might have a poster or two left over. Uh, I had oh, hundreds of toys uh, for that from that. Movie. I just found a bunch of my uh, yeah figures from that era. My even my Robin. The video game sucked, but it still came out. Yeah, I remember the Nintendo video game of like of Batman. It was it was pretty cool actually. No, the Batman. Yeah, the Nintendo one, but yeah. they had a Batman Forever on oh, yeah. Super Nintendo. Garbage. Yeah. All of the movie tie ones were pretty much shit. Yeah. So I have a very controversial opinion. Um, so I have a lot of my, my group of friends, I have a lot of friends who are huge um, Chris Nolan fans. And I think Chris Nolan is kind of overrated. I think he's made good movies, but I don't think he's a goddamn genius. Totally, um, totally agree with you. But, um, but I, I tried to rewatch Batman Begins recently, and I couldn't get through it. It was so fucking boring. And I love, at the time, I mean, it was like, oh, Rachel Ghoul, you're telling kind of like a Batman Year One type of story. But <laughs> it's so weird. It's, and I, it, yeah, and... I honestly just thought it was boring. Just Batman, just, just. It's me, Bane. <laughs> see, the thing is, though, see, I, that's one thing I was like, That's my name. I actually like that because that's, it's so. That's different. my name, Batman. Oh, you know what I want? This is what I wanted to talk about. Holy shit, James. <coughs> that you just reminded me. Ah. Did you ever see the movie Warrior with. Um, I'm blank. He's been the, in a bunch the, of stuff now. Tom Hardy? With Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah the boxing movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, MMA yeah. movie? Yeah. yeah, it was playing at the gym the other day. Yeah, Dude, first off, um, that's the that's the most threatening tip, and you know Tom Hardy's like five eight five yeah. nine. He's a little guy. Jake Gyllenhaal did a really good job. He played in Southpaw. Too, yeah, he was really he good. Was yeah, and he was he got badass. Holy shit! Yeah, he got Jack, yeah. South, South, Southpaw looked like it was supposed to be a junk movie, but yeah. holy yeah. shit! Yeah, got ripped for that. Me. Yeah, but I remember I, just, I I saw it in the theater. I went to go see it by myself in the theater and was like, oh, this movie is pretty dope. And at the time, there weren't any movies about MMA, and there weren't there, nobody was making martial art movies. Anymore, they were like a thing of the past. Um, but uh, I'm very much, uh, I, I very much enjoyed it. It was very definitely. It was like I was explaining it to somebody at the time that it's the, it's like the male equivalent of a Hallmark movie because you know it's like it's like really tugs your heartstrings and it's about brothers and reconnecting with their dad. And, yeah, and it's like you're right. Are, are we covered time? Yep. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to. The- 
going commando. We had to have an abrupt stop. We do apologize. We will continue this. I'm going to ask you a question about Wes Anderson versus Christopher Nolan. We love you guys. Talk to you next time. Peace. We.